0: Next, on the 5 O'Clock Report. Borrow more money, spend more money. That is not going to work. I'm fiscally I think. What is in these documents? Like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Hoping and praying that it doesn't take the rest of my house out. Now, let's go to the newsroom.
1: Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Borrow
0: more money, spend more money.
1: That is not going to work. Just how much is too much when it comes to America's debt load? Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is warning Washington will hit its debt ceiling in a couple of days. President Biden thinks questioning raising that ceiling is crazy. Uh, they're fiscally demented, I think. They don't,
0: <laughs> they don't quite get it.
1: Indiana Republican Jim Banks says Biden has that accusation backwards. This president has spent more money than any country in the history of the world has spent in just two years. That's why we have a $32 trillion national debt, record high inflation, because they're printing more money than ever before. If anybody's fiscally demented, is Joe Biden. Illinois Democrat Raja Krishnamoorthy says not raising the debt ceiling would be economic suicide. If we don't raise the debt ceiling, we go into default, and only one default is enough to nuke the economy. But Virginia Republican Bob Good says Democratic dooming gloom is unwarranted. If we
0: reach that debt limit, all it does is force us to prioritize our spending. Every uh, area of government ought to be accountable for how they're
2: spending hardworking taxpayer money, and nothing should be immune to that.
1: America's current national debt closing in on $32 trillion. Republicans still pressing for answers from the White House over GarageGate. Mishandled classified documents from now President Biden's time as Vice President. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The
0: White House tried to say it was all cleared up on Thursday, and now that we find there's more a lot of questions that uh, continue to raise and we want to get all the information possible.
1: Fox News contributor Joe Concha. What is in these documents? I think that's the most important thing. The special counsel, you know, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And once they start digging through,
0: these documents pertain to Hunter Biden and Ukraine and China.
1: Congressional Republicans also are looking for answers on the origins of COVID. Some experts say some previous explanations don't really add
0: up. Looked at you know, what, what did we miss? What happened? What went wrong? And how can we fix this?
1: Professor Gerald Parker at Texas A&M, an advisor to the Senate Health Committee, which put its own report out, He says there are flaws in the theory that COVID came from a Wuhan wet market. It's mostly made up of seafood. Only a few vendors there sell wildlife. Two weeks of nearly nonstop heavy rains have taken their toll on California. Flooding is the big issue, but another big one, mudslides. We just
0: are at the mercy of this mud and hoping and praying and keeping our fingers crossed.
1: There have been more than 500 landslides in California. Geomorphology professor David Montgomery.
0: The danger doesn't just stop once the rain stops. For some of the deeper, larger landslides where it takes longer time for that water to seep down to the layers that are destabilized, it can take weeks and sometimes even months for the danger to really be passed.
1: California is expected to get a break from the rains over the next couple of days putting some important things off due to inflation. You've got plenty of company there.
0: Nearly 40 percent of Americans
1: put off medical care last year amid the highest inflation rate in the U.S. in more than 40
0: years. That's according to a new Gallup poll. The figure was up 12 percent from 2021. Nearly 30 percent said the medical treatment was for a very or somewhat serious condition.
1: CBS's Jim Krasula, Russia being criticized by Ukraine's first lady for a missile attack on an apartment building during an address at the World Economic forum in switzerland elena zelenska said there is nothing off limits for russia the attack on that building in southeastern ukraine killed 44 people including five children meanwhile ukrainian forces are stateside training fast and furious on america's patriot missile system hoping to better repel deadly russian attacks back home about 100 ukrainian soldiers began training this morning at fort sill oklahoma in the operation and just as important the maintenance of patriot air defense missiles Defense against the Russian missile barrages being unleashed against Kyiv, Dnipro and other cities is Ukraine's most pressing need. But the Pentagon says the training on the high-tech patriots will take several months. CBS Pentagon correspondent David Martin still looking for answers in Nepal to a deadly plane crash.
0: Officials told the BBC the pilot asked to change runways on the approach after he was given the clear. The plane crashed. As armed police guard the hospital, families wait outside. It's been a painful few days for Nepal. This country still wants closure.
1: The BBC's Regina Variana. It's a baby bust in China. Beijing says China's population shrank last year for the first time since the Great Famine of 1961. The population of 1.4 billion shrank by 850,000, while the over 60s now account for nearly 20% of the population. The fear is that could slam the brakes on China's economic growth. Vicki Barker reporting. And Apple is debuting its most powerful MacBooks yet. The company announcing its new 14- and 16-inch MacBook Pro laptops, both updated with their latest processors. The new 14-incher will sell for about two grand. The 16-incher, about $2,500. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, Pennsylvania's new governor takes the reins, a key role for the Keystone State in the National March for Life, and an artistic tribute to Buffalo Bill, Damar Hamlin.
2: I'm Kevin Williams and here is your family life regional weather forecast. The expectation is colder air comes in later in the week with a bit of snow and possibly a more significant pattern change later next week to get a more robust and consistent winter pattern. In the meantime, a few spots of rain and drizzle and temperatures in the 30s to near 40 overnight into your Wednesday with some scattered showers of rain and snow. And then for Thursday, it's cloudy. Showers in Pennsylvania, uh, rain, snow, icy mix, trending to rain in New York state, with high temperatures from the mid-30s in central New York to the mid-40s in northwest Pennsylvania.
1: Thanks, Kevin. Checking the stories now, making news where you live, across New York and Pennsylvania. 49-year-old Josh Shapiro sworn in today as Pennsylvania's 48th governor with inauguration ceremonies in Harrisburg. The Democrat says he hopes to work together with Republicans. I want to be
2: able to walk in on day one with a team that's ready to go, that's prepared to get to yes
0: and get our government working again.
1: The way House Republican leader Brian Cutler sees it, Shapiro's background as a lawmaker is a good sign.
0: Well, I think that Shapiro has a distinctive advantage over any of his predecessors having come from the legislature. So he certainly understands the process and really what it takes to get a bill across the finish line.
1: Shapiro's swearing-in ceremony featured three Jewish Bibles. An investigation underway after an armed man was shot outside a federal building in Philadelphia's Center City area. Court security shot the man who allegedly approached him while holding two-edged weapons. Pennsylvania State Police releasing the identities of two men killed in a crash on I-80 in Monroe County. Fox 56 Wolf TV says, according to the PSP. 68-year-old Don Innes of Weatherly and 31-year-old Jeffrey Bates of Danville died after being ejected from their vehicles. A Pennsylvania with a key role at Friday's March for Life in Washington. Kurt Weaver of the Pennsylvania Family Institute is the production manager for the massive event.
0: I get to oversee all of our production companies, working with all the media outlets, making sure our live feed goes well, and uh, running the stage.
1: Weaver tells Family Life that this year's march will include a celebratory tone following the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade.
0: And so here we are looking at a post-Roe world, which many of us probably thought we would never see. But by God's grace, we've seen... And that is something certainly to celebrate because we know that more lives will uh, be saved.
1: Bus trips from across the nation will take thousands of pro-life advocates to the nation's capital. Weaver says anyone else can watch the concert and speeches online at marchforlife.org. National School Choice Week includes a celebration next week in Pennsylvania. We get that story from Family Life's Terry Diener. As schools across Pennsylvania prepare to celebrate their success during National School Choice Week, students, parents, and educators will shine a spotlight on public charter schools at the state capitol the event will be held on monday in the rotunda of the pennsylvania capitol more than 500 participants are expected to attend hosted by pennsylvania coalition of public charter schools the event will include remarks and musical performances by students representing more than 25 public charter schools in allentown harrisburg philadelphia pittsburgh and york terry diener Family Life News. Thanks, Terry. May are concerned about the proliferation of critical race theory in public schools. Parental rights advocate Lori Cardoza Moore says just a cursory review of school curriculum raises
0: a lot of red flags to her. Not only did we find anti-Semitic and anti-Israel content, we found anti-American, anti-Judeo-Christian, anti-the values our nation was founded upon.
1: Moore tells Family Life News she's been exposing the truth about the CRT agenda for several years now. If
0: we do not get rid of these textbooks, in our public school system, we are going to lose our country because we will lose our children. And sure enough, look at what has happened to our country.
1: Moore is hosting a Taking Back America's Children's Summit on Sunday, January 29th. To the Empire State, now 600 NYSEC customers in Sky Alerts to Ben and Yates counties in western New York have no heat, and it might be days before they get it back. The story from Family Life's Brandon Dixon. Affected residents in the towns of Wayne, Tyrone, and Barrington are being told they should prepare to go without heat and hot water until further notice. The Stubin County Office of Emergency Management has set up a warming station at the Tyrone Fire Department. Director Tim Marshall reminds customers to conserve their hot water and avoid using propane or kerosene heaters in their home as they can produce carbon monoxide. Also, he says be careful when using electric space heaters as they can be a fire hazard. Brandon Dixon, Family Life News. Thanks, Brandon. Now immigration. New York City Mayor Eric Adams pressuring Governor Hochel to shift the massive wave of migrants in his city to upstate New York. We get more on that from Family Lost Jeremy
0: Miller. Yeah, the crisis is taking a bite out of the Big Apple's resources, and the mayor wants upstate communities to take in some of the 40,000 plus migrants that have flooded the city. Adams claims it could be a boost to struggling upstate cities with dwindling populations. Governor Hochul pointedly ignored the ongoing influx of migrants during her state of the state address and later defended that omission by saying it was not important outside of the Big Apple. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News.
1: The city of Jamestown, New York, has already seen its share of that illegal immigrant traffic. At least 35 from Columbia have arrived since Christmas. More on the way.
2: The Mexican border is 2,000 miles away from Jamestown, New York. So how they get here is a good question.
1: State Senator George Borrello says Governor Hochul has declared New York a sanctuary state and business is booming.
2: Every community now is a border community and it has visited every state all across this nation. So uh, no one is really immune no matter where you are.
1: Borrello says, Governor Governor Hochul has made New York a migrant magnet. A new painting in Buffalo pays homage to a Bills player nearly killed in a game earlier this month. The story from Family Life's Dee Haley. A new mural in Buffalo's Larkin Square features Buffalo Bill Damar Hamlin making a heart sign with his hands while wearing his number three jersey. The artist behind it, Adam Ziegler, told reporters the mural is for people
0: across the country and represents how they came together to support Damar and Buffalo. Ziegler said he was inspired by love and unity and the mural represents
1: that love and unity in Buffalo and throughout the nation. Dee Haley, Family Life News. Thank you, Dee. You're Nightly Market Report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti.
0: It was a calm session of training on Wall Street today. Goldman Sachs reporting a big earnings miss before the bell, and their shares fell more than 6%. Tech stocks with a solid performance, with the Nasdaq faring the best of all. Big name winners were Tesla, Morgan Stanley, and NVIDIA, as they rose 7 6 and 4.7% respectively. Earnings season will continue with Netflix reporting on Thursday. Oil climbing to $81 a barrel. The Dow lost 391 points today. The S&P 500 down 8 and the NASDAQ gaining 15. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at AmbassadorAdvisors.com.
1: Thank you, Dave. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life.
0: So far, you're probably sticking to your New Year's resolutions. Good for you, but it's not too late to make a few more. Hi, I'm Rob West with your Faith and Finance Minute. How about resolving to tweak your taxes? First, check your withholding. Make it match what you'll actually owe in taxes, at least as close as you can estimate. A big refund only means you're giving the government an interest-free loan. Next, if you have a tax-exempt flexible spending account, plan your purchases to use up the entire balance before the end of the year to avoid losing money. Finally, maximize contributions to your qualified employer retirement plan. Take full advantage of any matching funds your employer provides. Do those things and you'll be a better steward in 2023. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the FaithFi community. Download FaithFi, faith and finance in your app store or visit faithfi.com.
1: All right, coming up on the 5 o'clock report, beyond the kite and the stove, a few fun birthday facts about the beloved Ben Franklin. You might not have heard yet.
2: We've spawned a new race here, Mr. Dickinson. Rougher, simpler, more violent, more enterprising, less refined. We're a new nationality. We require a new nation i'm kevin williams and here is your family life regional weather forecast after a little icy mix earlier in the day things are mostly melting now as temperatures are above the freeze point in most if not the entire area and we expect the temperatures above freezing through your wednesday in the meantime overnight it's cloudy a few spots of rain and drizzle and temperatures in the 30s to near 40 overnight into your wednesday with some scattered showers of rain and snow and then for thursday it's cloudy showers in pennsylvania A rain, snow, icy mix, trending to rain in New York State, with high temperatures from the mid-30s in central New York to the mid-40s in northwest Pennsylvania.
1: Thanks, Kevin. Finally at five, happy 317th birthday. Ben Franklin, diplomat, statesman, scientist, inventor, writer, publisher. The resume goes on. Here are a few lesser-known Franklin facts. For all his wisdom, he only had two years of formal education in his native Boston, yet he eventually founded the University of Pennsylvania. He was a popular newspaper columnist at age 16, using the pen name Silence Good. He arrived in Philadelphia penniless, but struck it rich quickly as a printer and land speculator. That allowed him to spend much of his adult life, semi-retired, gave him time to crank out all his inventions. He never ran for elected office, either. In France, at age 70, he was a fashion icon, donning a large fur hat. French women imitated it with wide hairdos called Clifur à la Franklin. He also invented this... (laughs) It's a glass harmonica, no H, a mechanized version of making sound by rubbing the wet rim of a wine glass. Thousands were made. Mozart, Beethoven, and Strauss all composed music for it. Franklin called it his most personally satisfying invention. Finally, he's also in the International Swimming Hall of Fame. As a kid, he even invented wooden swimming paddles. His array of swimming strokes so impressive, someone once urged him to open a swimming school. That's The World We Live In for Tuesday, January seventeenth, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Family Life News.